pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you are listening to this week's podcast version of One Life Left, the world's longest video game radio show. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Steve Curran. Are we the world's longest video game radio show? Because we run for about an hour, which admittedly is quite long. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so that was our first recording in front of a live audience. Thank you to everybody for listening and sitting through that. I am messaging all of you individually to apologise for our behaviour and I'm sending (laughs) you a Steam key for a a brilliant game that's going to be launching uh, next week, uh, sorry, the week after next, uh, called Plate Up from Yogscast Games. Um, So uh, that was just a little thank you. Uh, You can play it early um, and uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, You enjoy. Thank you very much for listening. Um, Um, Yeah, yeah, I think it went okay. That was, that was, it was actually really, really fun. I actually noticed there are fewer technical hitches on this than on Zoom. I heard every word you said from beginning to end. Maybe that's all we've been missing, Steve, is an audience. And in some (laughs) way, that's a metaphor for life, isn't it? Yes, yes. But it was super fun. Really, really, really enjoyed it. And looking forward to next week as well, if you've got a special guest there. I do. Uh, it's somebody all the way over from a merry car. Ooh, that is fancy. That is fancy. Mm. Uh, yeah, and we should be able to, I think, bring guests in as well on a, you know, in a, um, in a more, uh, just bringing them up onto the stage and letting them talk, and maybe even listeners as well. Well, that will require a third party recording this away from us, which. Might be fine as well. I don't. I. I don't know. But I'm. Yeah. Pretty pleased with how things are going. The other thing I thought, Simon, is listeners on the radio. Obviously, they don't get this intro bit. No. But at some point, we're going to end this intro bit, and then we'll just be left on the stage with our live listeners. And oh, we'll and to... that's well, and that's mm. when you know that's when things get really interesting, uh, <laughs> live and uncensored. Um, yeah, or maybe, or maybe we are we are gonna have to do a special goodbye. And yeah, just, well, we absolutely just kiss, will. We can't just hang up. Just, That's weird. just go around and kiss kiss everybody. <laughs> just, <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CJC has just guessed. Maybe it's Talia. Uh, it's not Talia. Um, it's somebody else from America. Uh, I don't know whether Talia would be. Uh, yeah, she's too busy. She she, she moved recently. Remember little Talia, Steve. Little tiny Talia. She did the she did the reviews, didn't she? She uh, did. A long time ago. 
she has uh, recently, she's got tattoos now. Um, yeah, well, good. Well, listen, um, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, for those of you that feel that you may have missed it, missed the interaction, uh, please do join our Discord where you can uh, chat to us during the show and afterwards, etc. Maybe we'll give out some presents um, again. Who knows? Um, have we got anything else to say? I caught up with our producer um, this week, Steve, and he said he tries to listen to most of the shows and he thinks <laughs> that they are quite good. Uh, and I was like, okay. That's um, basically all of the qualifiers throughout that sentence are a 7 out of 10, aren't they? So exactly, he tries perfect. to listen to most yeah, of them and quite good. It's just perfect. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's playing along with the joke as well. Um, he said... Uh, that we might soon meet the threshold for merch. <gasps> Stop it. If we're interested, if we're interested. Fully interested, fully interested. Uh, so if any listeners have got any suggestions for merch they would like to see, uh, please do let us know by emailing. Team at onelifeleft.com. The thing that I had to say is, uh, talking of pickaxe, I'm going to Bristol um, oh, on yes. Tuesday night. I'll be there Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. That's relevant to you if and only if you want to come to my hotel room on Tuesday night. You're you're not allowed. Come to the cricket on Wednesday night, only if you've got a ticket for the cricket. Come to see Marioki on Thursday night. Everybody's invited. So if you are in Bristol and you want to come to um, sing with us, there are tickets available. Go on the One Life Left Twitter or on the Marioki Twitter. You can get the tickets for free. And we'll be doing a show in Bristol for the first time in a few years. Uh, And yeah, really, really, really excited about that. So please, please come along. Good. Uh, well, I hope uh, that if you listen to the podcast on a Wednesday, you can get you can immediately uh, head that week and listen as you decide to head to Bristol. Um, and uh, for the next hour, you can get into the spirit of things by enjoying the show. Here it comes. <laughs> Good evening and welcome. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are the world's longest running radio show about video games. We're also a podcast and my name is Stee Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. Good, I'm glad. (laughs) Simon, uh, regular listeners will not be surprised to hear we've had a chaotic start to the show today. No, uh, I mean, I thought if, if we'd learned anything by now, it would be to not not try anything new, <laughs> uh, which we are doing. Um, when I said I'm Simon Byron, did you say, good, I'm glad? Yeah, I am glad you're Simon. Well, you could be anyone. It's the internet. I mean, I mean, yeah, who, who knows what will happen over this next hour. <laughs> uh, so we should explain, as promised, and I have to say, I didn't think we would do this. Um, mm. So I'm slightly surprised to, to find myself here. Um, we are broadcasting live uh, on a stage on the One Life Left Discord. 
Indeed, it was hastily set up in the last couple of hours, but <laughs> in order to set it up, Simon, I had to introduce a rules section to <laughs> the One Life. I had to have some rules, and I said, oh, just be nice to each other. And a couple of other admin issues, and then Discord have given us a stage. Okay. So um, this, is, f- this is the plan currently. I, I've, uh, I've a feeling that they'll regret this, but... Uh... <laughs> Let's roll with it. I mean, the, you know, Zoom's loss is uh, Discord's stage's gain. That's true. So it is, you know, regular listeners to the show will know last week we were rudely, well, unless you edited it out of the show, we were chucked off by Zoom halfway through because they changed their limits, didn't they? Their audio limits. Well, as you say, that gave us the required impetus to get our act together and move to Discord. And if you are around on Sunday nights, at 7pm, you can listen to us record this show live. Of course, that doesn't mean you're not a valuable and loved listener if you're one of the many millions who are listening live on Monday evening on Resonance 104.4 FM, or indeed if you're one of our podcast listeners too. But if you want a more interactive experience, Sunday nights, 7pm on the One Life Left Discord is where you can form part of our uh, impromptu modern-day zoo radio system. When was the last time we broadcast in front of an audience? <laughs> no, seriously, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? For good reason, yeah. yeah. Um, it might, well, it was probably one of the GDCs, uh, right? Like maybe four years ago, because they quit. They, I think maybe five years ago, we were broadcasting on the show floor, and then four years ago, we got moved to a hotel suite, which honestly was much better uh, for everyone concerned. And of course, we used to do Nordic and and other events back in the day. And actually, we've received a tentative inquiry to do One Life Left in Croatia, which I uh, I, I lightly touched on, I think, a couple of weeks ago on the show as well. Good. All right. Well, it feels like things are returning to normal, Steve. Although I can't see you this week, uh, which I'm finding a bit odd. And it's a real shame for you. Uh, because there's a slightly different view to the shed today, uh, you would see if, if cameras were working. Well, it is a radio show, so maybe paint a picture with your words, Simon. Well, um, regular listeners won't know, although one regular <laughs> listener will know. Uh, I've not argued with my wife since May the 15th. Um, so uh, I decided to test that today by going to Ikea. Uh, okay, congratulations. Thanks. And we survived it, actually. So, you know, uh, that's all good. Um, Funnily but... enough, Simon, I mm. put in an order to Ikea today. Other furniture shops are available. Um, I was, I, I, if I'd known, I could have got you to pick up my stuff. What are you after? I was, I was ordering some of those Lego boxes. Eight oh, Lego saw... boxes. Do you know, do you know Lego, um, Ikea does its own brand of Lego? Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's got its own Lego set as well. Yeah. Well, I didn't know yeah. that. In fact, we were all surprised. Anyway, we um, Ikea can be a, quite a stressful place. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we we survived it. We bought stuff. Um, we went to buy uh, my daughter a wardrobe uh, because she's going to school. So she's going to need to put school things in it, which I assembled. Um, I started assembling at two o'clock and I finished uh, maybe half past four. Uh, it was a little bit difficult um, but then i moved on to uh the other reason we went to ikea which was to buy me a bigger desk which um, ah, congratulations simon you'll remember as a line from jaws um <laughs> yes uh because uh i've been working a very very narrow corner desk and so now i've got 
120 centimetres wide, 60 centimetres deep, Steve, uh, which means the camera's slightly further back. Um, and there we go. But I started doing it at five and I unplugged everything. I popped back to the house and I said to my wife, I think I've bitten off more than I can chew. Yeah, here we well, are. Congratulations. Um, it's been a busy week for me as well, uh, engaged in one of the more stressful things that you can do um, because I've been looking to move house and uh, <laughs> combining both of our stories... The way I, I tried to be productive this weekend was by building a Lego model of the new prospective house. Um, and uh, I'm looking at it now. I wish I could show you on on the stream. It's very small, Simon. Okay. What, so what sort of scale are you working to? I'm working to an impromptu scale of a Lego figure. Uh, which is being, you. Which is me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I look very good as a Lego figure. I've got a cape. And um, <laughs> and in real life, uh, it's terrible in this weather. The um, So the doors, the door frames, that's four studs. Like So that's the scale. Oh, hello. It's a radio for. show with two studs on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I've, built, I've built a Lego model of, of, of the house I'm trying to buy. Uh, which obviously is just massively stressful in many ways because now I'm looking at it and, as I say, I'm just thinking, it's very small. I'm never going to fit everything in there. It's the size of Lego. What? what? So are you going to... What's the point? So are you doing this for sort of therapeutic reasons or are you doing this so that you could go in and, and haggle? You could walk, walk into the house with a model of it and go, it's a bit small, this, isn't it? Yeah, look at the state of this. How can you fit anything in here? I was doing it as a sort of low-key catharsis because the whole business is quite stressful, but also also because I thought uh, it, when, when inevitably we get gazumped or something, right. I can take it round to the current owner's place. And smash it up in front of them, or just you know show show how much I I loved it before I do built you, it out of Lego and realised how small it is. So, do you think you're going to get uh, gazumped? Well, how, how much have you offered? Did, well, Simon. Offer so, so regular listeners to the show will know that I depend on Simon for a great deal in life, and um, and actually called Simon before this. And your advice was, ah, oh, just offer the asking price, mate. Yeah. Just, just do it. Just, you know, just cut all the haggling out. Just play it. Play it cool. And that's what I did. And, um, yeah, they accepted. So have they taken it off the market? No, I, I, absolutely not. We offered it them on the condition they would take it off the market. And they said, absolutely. And then they haven't done that. What? I know. Maybe they forgot. Well, you wait until they see a model of it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll, maybe there's some clever, you know, scam I could do by by, exactly. by selling put it on, this one. Put on. It, exactly, put it on eBay. Put it on Right Move, <laughs> like they do with PlayStation Five boxes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So yeah, if that all happens, that's what I'm doing with the model. Um, okay. Yeah, but it's been a productive and slightly stressful week, as you might imagine. That's exciting, then. It, yeah, it's quite exciting until it ends in, you know, some kind of uh, disaster. But the exciting part is you can't predict what type of disaster. So there we oh, go. So uh, as we sit here now, twenty fourth of July, uh, what do you anticipate your moving date will be? 
just so that we can we can reference it and then we can <laughs> when we record the show on that date <laughs> and you're not in there we can have a right old cry so um they i believe like the uh, so the prospective sellers have said we want to move very quickly and we've said we want to move very quickly so there's no reason why this shouldn't be done in a couple of weeks, right? Just turn up tomorrow uh, with your suitcase. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> no, serious. Several IKEA boxes of Lego <laughs> and uh, the model of their house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I reckon October the first. Okay, all right. So I'm going to put a little note in our in the uh, in the collective diaries. In fact, let's record the show live from your new house on October the 1st. <laughs> all with, the garden, all the our, Lego model. With, with our five <laughs> listeners. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, right, we are a video game radio show. We are 10 minutes into uh, our first recording uh, in our new online live broadcast style. And we haven't talked about video games once, Simon, but I am pleased to announce, in amongst all of the busyness, I have had time to play a video game that isn't Noiter. Uh, have you played anything this week? I have. Okay, that's good news. So that makes the reviews part of the show um, easier than the news section, which you warned me pre, uh, pre-show pre that you have only found three stories for. Well, let's see how we get on, shall we? This is the news. Okay, Simon, story number one. Is from videogameschronicle.com. Unsurprisingly, Jordan Midler wrote, Ubisoft's free-to-play sports title, Roller Champions, will soon conclude development, just months after launch, it's claimed. Speaking on the Xbox era podcast, Giant Bomb journalist Jeff Grubb claimed that Roller Champions is gonna be cancelled after series season three, reading a message from a source. VGC has requested comment from Ubisoft. Announced in 2019 and launched in May 2022, Roller Champions is a free-to-play online sports game developed by Ubisoft Montreal. The game has received several seasons of content following its launch and, according to Ubisoft's recent financial call, is tracking better than Hyperscape, Ubisoft's now-cancelled Battle Royale. However, this reportedly hasn't translated into much popularity. At the time of writing, less than 100 people were watching the game on Twitch. So, during an earnings call on Thursday, Ubisoft confirmed it had also cancelled Ghost Recon Frontline, Splinter Cell VR, and two unannounced games. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was also delayed. Previously set to be released in calendar 2022, it will now arrive during the company's fiscal year, beginning April 23. So, uh, lots going on or not at Ubisoft. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, doing better than Hyperscape is uh, very much uh, tallest dwarf uh, syndrome, isn't it? (laughs) Um, uh, But um, yeah, I'm surprised to see that um, turnaround so quickly. I mean, you know, what is that? That's two months it's been out? Hmm. Um, it said it was tracking better than Hyperscape, right? It said it was tracking better, but or I don't know. Um, it, it, I have not played it. Honestly, Simon, I think I've only briefly 
heard of it, but these games are not the sort of games that either of us sink a lot of time into. Right? Games games that come with season passes are not my thing. Not for us, no. Um, that said, Dex has been playing uh, Fall Guys quite a lot since it's gone free to play, and he says it's really good. So, mm. you know, money well spent epic. So Ubi are shutting down a lot of things. Uh, what do you think is going on there? Is that response to the global financial climate? Have they sunk it's all just... of the money into Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, publishing video games is hard, isn't it? And I think, um, you know, times when you uh, publish to a formula uh, are times when things sort of often fail. So, um, you know... You see the games that are uh, topping Steam um, week in, week out. Often, they they well, many of them tend to come from unexpected sources. So, mm. you know, when you when when you plan to do a free to play live service game, um, yeah, it's obviously going to be a challenge because people are overwhelmed with that sort of thing. I suppose that's what's going on there. That when you do make these games as genre pieces, then it is very easy to track them against other successful genre pieces and then kind of predict the future like if a game has not taken off after this number of seasons and you know the chart of the next number of seasons you know and that doesn't deviate from other successful games in that in that line's path then you know it's very 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 unlikely that it's suddenly going to start making money it's 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 not going to change the the path that it's on which is why I don't know. I, I, in some senses, making genre pieces is a very, very risky business um, because if you don't get it right at the start, you're doomed, right? There's no, there's no breakaway from that where you suddenly get to reinvent um, what you're doing, a bit like kind of uh, Fortnite did, right? Right at the mm. start when it was started as one thing and then suddenly pivoted to something else. Um, I wonder whether that is a that is a braver path or a better path to go on to to have have like a plan B. And a plan C and a plan D, which aren't within that genre. Yep, uh, maybe we should check it out quickly, Steve. Maybe um, our impressions can save this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say maybe that's uh, that. Maybe we can be Ubi's plan B. All right, I've got um, news story number two, which is this: Neopets hack may have compromised the user data of millions. Neopets users have been advised to change their emails and passwords following another security breach. This is according to Justin Carter of GameDeveloper.com. Virtual pet website Neopets has been subject to a major security breach, confirming the breach on Discord. Everyone's using Discord these days. A Neopets representative said the company was working on, in quotes, a response. Hours later, the company took to Twitter to address the breach stepped up onto the platform, said, Ahem, customer data may have been stolen, read the first of a three-past tweet. We immediately launched investigation. We're also engaging law enforcement and enhancing protections for our systems and user data. Bit late for that, mate. Neopets has advised all users to change their email addresses and passwords, especially if those passwords have been used elsewhere. Um, yeah, so these stories crop up, don't they, every couple of months? Um, change your change your email address. <laughs> yes, change everything, what? Simon. Your identity. Check everything this, you've got in the canal is and this, move is abroad. This, is this why you're moving house? Because yes, that's it. Because <laughs> someone from Neopets has told you to. 
Absolutely. Um, wow. Did you ever use Everplay Neopets, Simon? I did not, no. Uh, so, yeah, I fear, like, I can't contribute very much to this uh, story, but at least I'm safe. Mm, I mean, it was well, more of a community story, really, just alerting our uh, Neopets. The Venn diagram of One Life Left listeners and Neopets owner to this uh, breaking news story. When I say breaking, it was published. July 22nd, and we're now on the 24th. So, honestly, if you haven't changed your password by now, probably don't bother. Like, it's too late. People are all up in your email. Your identity's been stolen. All you can do is buy a house at this point. Blimey. Uh, next news story uh, about a success uh, from videogameschronicle.com, posted by Tom Ivan. Stray has become Annapurna Interactive's biggest PC launch to date. According to official Steam figures, on its release day, the indie title's peak concurrent account currently stands at 62,963. Only 12 games are being played by more Steam users at the time of publishing, including free-to-hit free to play hit Apex Legends. It's funny, isn't it? I got through the concurrent player count <laughs> concurrently stands. I got through that yeah. bit. I was um, applauding you mentally. Thank you. That's a yeah. hell of a sentence. Well done. He's nailing this show, you thought, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What could go wrong? Board. Yeah. Um, uh, the time publishing, including free to play hits Apex Legends and AAA titles like FIFA 22 and Grand Theft Auto. Um, according to independent market analysis, I don't. I can't talk at all now. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Mm, and I'm editing the show, so you know that's going to stay in. Fair enough. Um, on Twitter, Benji Sales uh, tweeted: "Stray has shattered the concurrent player record for Annapurna Interactive Games on Steam, easily becoming its biggest PC launch ever. Um, it's beats out so wilds. Twelve minutes, neon white." And Journey, which is bottom of the pile. Mm. Uh, developed by small French studio Blue 12, Stray was released for, uh, today for PlayStation 5 as well as PC. The game is priced at £24.99, uh, $29.99 on the PlayStation Store, £23.99, stroke $29.99 on Steam. Have you been playing it, Steve? I have, and I will talk about you know how I feel about the game later in the show, although I haven't played it in enormous amount. Although from what I've heard, there isn't that much to play. It's a, it's a short game. And I don't think this is all that surprising, Simon, do you? I do not, no. It was uh, bubbling around the Steam bestsellers for ages at pre-purchase. Mm. Um, it was um, announced at one of PlayStation's um, events, uh, I think. Uh, and, and it's a game with a cat in it. Well, that's the thing. If you look at Annapurna's other titles, they sit at the kind of indie end of the you know medium-sized to big publisher scale, right? They they produce beautiful-looking artsy games with interesting themes, uh, interesting aesthetics, and uh, those other games that you've cited there, the ones that it's beaten, are are games like that. Journey being the most famous of them, um, but they've you know they've they've released games that are much uh, less. I guess, audience-friendly uh, than Journey as well. And they're great. If you look at this, though, it, as you say, it's a game about cats, right? It caters to the internet. It is a essentially easy-to-play, very accessible third-person adventure uh, about cats. And it is cyberpunk-themed as well. So it hits these easy bases for everyone to love. It is reasonably priced, so it undercuts all of the other 
because it is stunning to look at as well. It's absolutely beautiful. It undercuts all of the other ones, uh, other games like that. And um, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm not surprised at all that it's it's dominating right now. It's a really really professional and smart piece of work, um, and I uh, will expand on that in my review at about when's that going to be? In about half an hour's time. Uh, I'm a bit grumpy about the price, Steve. Why is that? Well, because they had... Uh, if you bought it before it launched, you could buy it at a 10% discount, but they mm-hmm. didn't extend that as, uh, as... They didn't extend that to when it came out. So you could only put your money down uh, before other people were playing it. Now, the reviews came out the day before it launched, but still, I think that's a bit uh, of a poor show, really. I don't uh, think so. Like, this... I mean, the model that most Steam games take, right? The model to success is discount in launch week, right? Yeah, so which they... 10 which to 15% they, or whatever. Yeah, which they've not done. Which they've not done. And that's what you're complaining about, that they're selling it for the price they think it's worth. And no, the people the, who've taken a gamble on it, yes. uh, you know, they get a little bit of a discount. That seems fair. Does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed... No, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I get that, that it's not what other people typically do, but that's I I don't know that that sort of social pressure to discount your game in in launch week to make it sell better. That's not a it's not a a rule, is it? It's just a thing that everyone does because they think it's a thing that will make their <laughs> give their game a chance of greater success. And the 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 base price is under what you might expect for a you know a game that's been heralded as much as this i think sure but then why discount it before launch because people haven't had a chance to see reviews or anything and you are rewarding them Ugh. for their for their trust in you as a game developer right okay yeah rather well, I, than I... rewarding them for piling on early uh, to try and get you up the steam charts well it, i wouldn't do that steve <laughs> Uh, well, because I, I, I wouldn't have anti- a game as successful as this, so I wouldn't have the chance to do it. So <laughs> I'm not anti-consumer. <laughs> is, that, is that how we're billing this? Okay, it, it's exactly how we're billing it. Yeah, that's um, how you're billing it. I, I think uh, it's not anti-consumer. It's it's, it's Would you I mean they could have put ten percent on the price and then d- discounted it twenty percent and ten percent for? I don't know. It seems fair enough. What do our listeners think? Let us know in the live chat. Morgizi says, I like launch discounts by lots of launch games. Thanks, Morgizi. CJC but... is typing, but it takes too too long for us to do that. So, um, yeah, do you really you... have to anticipate our, our questions at this point. <laughs> Ed says he thinks all games should be free. Um, well, there's, why don't you go and play Roller Champions, uh, Ed? Um, <laughs> Ubisoft could do with your help there, I think. Uh, yeah, what well, do you like being... Do you like a discount before uh, before it launches and not when it launches? That's that's the issue here. It's a reward for pre-ordering. That's all it is. And an actual reward for pre-ordering rather than a skin of a different type of cat, which, you know, is less interesting to me. Well, get a room with them, Steve. Also, you can always refund it, right, if you don't like it, like one assumes. So order and then refund. I don't know. I, I do don't know, think clearly because I've just said what I know, what I think. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, d- I definitely do know. I'm right. Um, shall we? Uh, shall we move on to? Oh, I've got. I do have another news story. Do you want to know my next news story? Yes, please. 
This again is from GameDeveloper.com. It's by Chris Kerr, the news editor there. Nintendo tells people to stop using its ancient Wi-Fi tech over security fears. Anybody anybody still using Nintendo's vintage Wi-Fi dongle from 2005 might need to upgrade. Then there's a picture of this Nintendo Wi-Fi USB connector. Simon, have you ever used the Nintendo Wi-Fi USB connector? I haven't, no. I was reading about this story, but didn't didn't it only come out in Japan? Is that right? Well, we're about to find out, because I haven't read the news story, just the headline. Uh, the year is 2022 and Nintendo has just issued a statement telling folks to using stop using a Wi-Fi dongle it, dongle it released in 2005. If, like me, writes Chris, it's hard for you to fathom how long ago this was, Skyrim hadn't launched yet and Guitar Hero was just coming into vogue. Um, yeah, so its little dongle served a very specific purpose during a bygone era, uh, but apparently now it's a security threat. It features certain vulnerabilities, including the aforementioned WEP encryption, making it possible for a third party to set or rewrite the firmware using buffer overflow or command. What that means. Uh, Or make short work of decryption. Uh, If you use these devices, writes Nintendo, there is a risk of unauthorised access from the outside or infection of the connected terminal with, get this, Simon... A computer virus. Stop you uh, switch to a commercially available network device. We apologise for the inconvenience and thank you for your understanding. Well, thanks, Nintendo. Do they not uh, recommend that you move house? <laughs> We've got a new security security <laughs> device, Nintendo. We're all we're all switching house every week. Um, yeah, um, it looks like a looks like a dongle, Simon. If you if you need to, you know. Listeners, if you need to be alert, what this looks like, looks like a USB stick. So be careful of your USB sticks, especially if they've got Nintendo written on them. That's my takeaway from this. Last news story uh, from Jordan Midler. Uh, Lego has officially announced the Lego Atari 2600. The set, which will come with 2,532 pieces, will be released on August the 1st for £209.99. pence. It will include the classic console, a small vignette of a player's room in the 80s, and several small builds depicting asteroids, centipede, and an adventure. The set will measure 8 centimetres tall, 33 centimetres wide, and 22 centimetres deep. The Atari 2600 was one of the most memorable gifts I got as a kid, Lego designer Chris McVeigh said in a press statement. This is why it's been such an incredible experience to bring two icons together, Atari and Lego, in this awesome set. We hope that building this classic console takes you back to those halcyon days when a handful of pixels meant a world of adventure. Lego has also confirmed that the buildable cartridges will fit in the console. Huh. Uh, yeah, and there you go. And then they took about another another set. Uh, so two hundred and ten pounds, Steve. Wait uh, a second. The buildable cartridges will fit in the buildable console. Yes, uh, and okay. I think they make something pop up uh, when you stick it in. They do. So I, I've seen this, and I thought it looked absolutely beautiful. I have no emotional t- attachment to that Atari at all, um, and. Uh, you know, I wasn't expecting it to love it, expecting to love it as much as I did. But yeah, it has. When I think when you put the cart in, it pops up the sort of frame of the of the um, console, and inside is that vignette of someone playing on their Atari 
in a home of the era. Uh, and it just looks absolutely great. Uh, it does like, look ab- good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. Mm. However, however, I mean, I have, as we've already established in this well-worked show, an enormous amount of Lego, so much so I need to go to Ikea to buy another eight boxes to store it. And uh, I was very, very, very tempted by the Lego NES, which came out. Uh, equally, don't have any emotional attachment to Lego. Uh, sorry, I do have an enormous amount of emotional attachment to Lego, but not to the NES. And uh, that had that very... I don't know if you remember that, Simon. It had that very clever thing where you uh, could wind the screen in the TV. You could see yes. level play out. It's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece of Lego design. And I think this has something equally clever. I was immediately panicked enough to go on Reddit to work out how pre-orders work with Lego. And someone there very kindly expressed that, you know, Lego doesn't work like that. And actually they'll just keep selling the thing until people have stopped buying it. And then they'll stop selling it to you, which seems like a very sensible way to, you know, <laughs> do sales. Um, so, and by the time it had come around to the thing actually coming out, so I didn't pre-order it, I was like, yeah, do I actually need this? Because what am I going to do with it? I'm going to build it and then be too afraid to dismantle it and just show it, have it on my mantelpiece. I won't buy it. So I think I'm fine with not owning this, even though I think it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I do like I do like it. It's too expensive, though. Too expensive for me. Yeah. However, um, have you seen... I mean, I, I assume we talked about this on the show at some point, but have you seen the Mario Lego sets that you can get where you can play Mario and design your own courses and that kind of thing? I do. I have one. I was given right. one as a Christmas gift. Uh, I, have mm. a little, I have the little Mario. So have you, have you played with it? Have you assembled it and... Uh, I've 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 um, I've assembled him, mm-hmm. uh, and I turn him on now and again during Zoom calls, etc. Because he he makes a he makes a little noise. Uh, well, but let I've not... me tell you, Simon, those mm. things, <laughs> those things I do own, and the reason I own is because I am a sucker for a major discount on Lego, and those things have been appearing on my disc- Lego discount tracker uh, for the last couple of months uh for up to 50 percent off so if like me i think they are they're really really nice and i think they could be when my daughter's a little bit older uh be good at teaching game design and that kind of playful level design uh because they're all about that designing different courses for this 3d mario um if like me you have a habit of picking up Lego and not opening the boxes because you think you'd like them in the future, it is a really, really good time to get into those Lego Mario sets because a lot of them are 50, 30 to 50% off right now. There we go. You've turned, we've turned into hot UK deals, haven't we? <laughs> we have. We have. Okay, is that all the news? That's all the news. Thanks, Simon. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, or maybe you're listening to the podcast, which you can find at www.onelifeleft.com, or maybe you are here with us on Sunday night on our Discord and you're listening to us live. If so, if any of those things, thank you so much. Um, If you need to know how to access the Discord, well, you can find the URL for that in our show notes, which as ever have been lovingly put together by our undertaker, under caretaker, and perhaps undertaker. Let's see how things (laughs) go. Uh, Phil, um, he is one of the people listening right now live. That is really dedicated, isn't it? It is. I sort of feel that we're not playing up to this as much as we should do. We like what we, what we should have done in that gap between the news and now is gone. Well, you know, as normal, Steve. Let's now take our tops off, um, <laughs> or sort of, or sort of pretend that we that we have. I don't know. Or just turn the air airwaves blue. Um, I'm editing yeah. tonight. I don't want to do more bleeping than is absolutely necessary. Um, um, but yeah. I, yeah I, I will always remember when we talk about bleeping, and I have mentioned this at least three or four times on the show before, but the time that One Life Left veteran ex-contributor Derek Williams contributed a free market economy feature to the show, uh, said the rudest swear in it, and tried to bleep it out, but didn't fully understand the mixing process and actually left the word in just with a beep underlining it in the show. Uh, which was broadcast live on Resonance. We had to issue a, a very full apology for that because of, you know... You had to apologise to the Queen. I did, directly. <laughs> I had to go exactly. visit her. She wouldn't let me in, just sh- shouting outside the gates of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, it's good times. William and Harry, because they were younger then, they were just crying. Weren't they <laughs> crying? <laughs> Look at what you've done to him. They've done to my boys. Um, Yes, thank you for listening. Uh, We will find a way to make this more interactive um, and potentially more visual. Whether that will be a good thing, who knows? Who Um, knows? Do we have any other business to deal with in this part of the show, or shall we get straight on with the letters? Let's get on with the letters. Email, messages, and forward BCC. One life letters. Right. Last week was an absolute disaster, wasn't that, Simon? It really was a disgrace, actually. I mean, uh, more than usual, obviously. <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, you know, we can't be relied upon to, to <laughs> fill an hour's worth of content with our own waffling. Like, um, although, although, actually, last week we did overrun. I had to cut. I had to cut the joke out. Did you? The, the one, one joke. joke. I mean, you wouldn't think it was possible for us to sink much lower. Uh, we would really have to rely on our on our users, on our listeners, to take us lower. And last week, they did us proud. We fell to a new low. But this week, they've come good, haven't they, Simon? It's a temporary high. Uh, <laughs> Chris Conroy writes, Dear team, and Simon Sweaty Gusset. I'm so, so sorry. Uh, he puts in brackets, Also very sorry for the absence of letters recently. Real life intervened, and aside from the day NYT challenge... 
there's not been much time for gaming, so I was very happy with the Android Dicey Dungeons recommendation. Played it on the PC and loved it, but it was less effort to play it on the Switch. Now, I don't even have to overcome the challenge of getting the Switch from the other side of the room when my phone is right next to me. Highly recommended for the Bone Idol. Talking of getting over the motivational hump, RPS did a top 50 strategy games feature the other day, and even though I invested a great many hours in various civs, XCOMs, Total Wars and the like, just reading it brought me out in a cold sweat thinking about the effort required to go through a, a monumental tutorial full of stats and rules before diving into a game where a single run could take days. Add them all to the retirement list. So, with that in mind, what game gives the greatest return for the least effort? Mini Metro is a favourite for me, and the strange management sim stroke turn-based golf tactics battler Sid Meier's Sim Golf has kept a place in my heart with its macro management style, but I'm sure there are more recent examples for the energy conscious among us. Your Couch and Cushions correspondent, Chris Conroy. What another brilliant question for Chris that we are once again going to do a complete disservice to, Simon. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're a fan of these clicker games, aren't you? Uh, I am, but I wouldn't... I wouldn't ever recommend them, right? I think um, Universal Paperclips, which you know I've often talked about, is a good example of a clicker that you can play and doesn't leave you feeling empty because it is a sort of it's fun and clever and it's a bit of a meta commentary on clicker as a genre as well. So yeah, I don't think I, I would I would recommend everyone plays one clicker, one incremental game, and I would recommend it's that one. Talking of games coming to mobile, did you see that Lucas Pope announced that Papers, Please is coming to mobile finally uh, in a couple of weeks? Wow. How long has it, that game been around for? It must be a decade. Uh, easily. What do you reckon? Um, what, in terms of the date or, or what the mobile... I, I'm literally asking like. you to guess how many years that game came out ago. How many you said a, years ago uh, that game came out? I said 10 years. Are you going higher or lower? Uh, well, uh, what, lower as in earlier. <laughs> longer but longer, i mean higher because it was longer ago okay. uh, it's, it's more than a decade old old steve release date 8th of august 2013 so oh yeah there we go you learn something I... new every day <laughs> you were so confident then as well uh do you have any uh any answers to chris's question uh least effort no um no, I tried to offload it to you, Steve, and I was hoping okay, we weren't going to bounce it back. So successfully. Sorry. Okay. Um, I, I can also add that on Dicey Dungeons, oh my goodness, um, I have recommended that game to two people this week, just coincidentally, who've both said, oh, um, do you know anything you know that I could play on my phone? Both of them have come back to me and said, that is incredible. So, yeah, fully recommended. And that is not even uh, because um, both Terry and Holly, who are very involved in Dicey Dungeons, uh, <laughs> it's their game, uh, are friends of the show. It's just a fantastic game. Absolutely brilliant. So please, please, please play that if you haven't. Chris, um, read. Oh, no, go on. Do you want to do so, it or shall I? Yeah, I'll do one from a Discord. Go on. Um, Tom Cole, new Discord user, writes this. Dear team and hypothetical SSG... When will there be another SSG? Cheers, Tom. That's a very good question. It leads into Chris's I letter. know it does. <laughs> uh, he writes, Hello team and hello SSG. I'm a relatively new listener. Welcome, Chris. And I'm very much enjoying your output thus far. A personal highlight of mine was Simon calling that ridiculous Brexit lady a c- 
and steal most falling off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't fair. <laughs> anyway, I have a new question. <laughs> What or who is SSG? Why does everybody, including myself, say hello to them at the start of letters? Many thanks. Hope you're enjoying all the pickaxe ad money. Please keep doing the show, even though you both almost certainly now spend most of your days in hot tubs made of gold. Also, I know it's an old one by now, but I cannot stop playing mini motorways currently. Have you played? I'm considering giving up both sleep and my job to focus on it full time. Seven out of ten. Best, Chris in Norwich. Chris, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, thanks, welcome Chris. to the show. And I appreciate that reference in getting Steve. I mean, what if Steve forgets? I know. That's the exciting This could be the last it? ever one life left. Exactly. Could be it. Uh, could be I, it. L- listen, listen, apologies, Steve. I did, I, did, I did that for the live listeners. Oh, that's weird. Although, actually, apologies, some of them were listening with their children. <laughs> <laughs> what were the rules again on the Discord? Yeah, be, just be kind. Just, Just be, be kind. kind. That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. All right. Why don't you explain what an SSG is? Thank you. I'd almost forgotten. Um, an SSG is a, an old fashioned. Yeah, I hope that is Stuart. Tell me that's not true. <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> I'm going to sit here in silence until Stuart replies. So uh, to explain what's happening now, listeners, uh, we have a live listener channel where people can give us responses. Uh <laughs> And Stuart, one of our listeners, has said, well, the four-year-old's just learnt a new word. Okay, well, he's confirmed that she wasn't listening and Phil's uh, five-year-old is asleep, thankfully. So, so, you know, it's time for the adult challenge. Let's turn the uh, apologies. I I thought it was being funny and I didn't think of the (laughs) consequences. That's the story of my life. Um, I met somebody who worked in the events industry yesterday and I made a joke about them not having much to do during the pandemic. And I felt awful. Um, so uh, yes, so uh, back to the special. SSG. Thing, I apologised yes. about the events. It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Super, uh, the old-fashioned concept of when of having guests in the studio, a super special guest, uh, is what we used to refer to them back before the pandemic, <laughs> uh, and back when we used to do the show live in uh, the studio. We tend not to have guests anymore because it, t- it adds to the editing uh, load. Although, Steve, we might actually have a guest in my shed next week. I was going to ask to move the broadcast because somebody's coming over, but I might just rope them into the show. And I tell you what, if I did one swear, um, it, there'll be a few more next week. Is it Charles Cecil? Got it in one. It's not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, let's, let's do that. And, of course, the week after, um, I might be with you as well. Indeed. Indeed. So... Two very, very special shows coming up, potentially. Yeah, we've not been able to... Well, it's been quite hard for us to do SSGs, to have guests on the show while we've been doing Zoom and while editing is a bit difficult. And this week, I will be stitching the show together and bleeping parts out using our um, using Audacity. But actually, we may be able to now get a direct feed recording the show live because it sounds quite good, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know what my voice sounds to you. Sounds like to you. Uh- I told you at the start, you sound sexier than ever for some reason this week. Thank you, Simon. I don't know uh, if, it's the th- if it's the thrill of performance for you. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Just an order. And, and the fact that yours and my relationship has become stale over the years, but the yeah. fact that there are other people listening now. <laughs> They're there. The frisson. It just activates yeah. me. So, that, so yeah, we may be able to do guests much easier, and also we can bring them onto the stage that we have right now. So, finally, you know, two years after we went remote, we might be getting our act together, and the SSGs may be back. That'll be exciting. Yes, um, and I will apologise to your children live on the <laughs> stage. Fantastic. Is that all the letters? No, there's one more. Oh, great. Go on. Phil wrote, Dear team, maybe, SSG and possible, live, not studio audience. An impending house move has brought forth more than its fair share of dilemmas, but possibly the most heart-wrenching is the aspect of downsizing my sprawling collection of video game consoles and related paraphernalia. Admittedly, some of this should have gone years ago, but it was far too easy to shove stuff in the loft, hidden away from my long-suffering better half. The decision of what to get rid of ranges from the straightforward barcode battler it was a gift to the difficult and much loved dreamcast n64 gamecube i doubt i'll ever have decent time to devote to them in the future emulation is far easier anyway and i'll never have the space to open a video games museum anyway what's the most loved console gaming gaming related item that you've had to get rid of at some point for whatever reason despite not wanting to ttfn phil P.S. So, he says, oh. please say hello to my daughter, Freya. Hello, Freya. She's not heard much of the show, and I hope she's not listening live. Uh, <laughs> but the silly boys talk about Spider-Man games is already her favourite podcast, proving the show is doing very well in the five-year-old's demographic. That's what we need. The next generation coming through. I threw away my Guitar Hero guitars. Um, Into a volcano into a volcano um i threw them away because i didn't have the consoles to play them on anymore and this was a mistake what i should have done is i should have foreseen that i'd be getting a shed and i and realized i would have wall space to hang them on in a display Uh. from the gibson sg through the flying v I probably wouldn't have the Guitar Hero Live ones up there because they were rubbish. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do regret that. Um, and then that would have enabled me to more easily have uh, got back into um, the PC-emulated or, or clone, clone hero mm. um, version, which I haven't been able to do either. I've never knowingly thrown anything away. And it's a problem, like living in such a small flat, uh, in central London. So in order to change this, I'm moving house to <laughs> to a flat, uh, to a, a, a small house, which has a loft. So <laughs> there we go. That's the uh, that's the the solution for me. I have all kinds of stuff that I should have thrown. I've just tons of PS2 games, some of which are still shrink wrapped that I'll never get around to playing. I'll never find time to play and I won't sell either. I should just get rid of i think the the hardest thing uh, is genuinely my copies of edge magazine so i have all of the ones that i worked on which i guess is from issue 88 through to i don't know 150 or something um and yeah like it, it, they're so heavy and so bulky and take up so much space and i don't know what to do with them simon they're going up in the loft aren't they they are going up in the loft, um, and then someone will f- have to throw them away after you die. 
Yeah, well, at least we've got an undertaker. Indeed, that's it for letters. Uh, thank you very much for those. If you want to contribute to One Life Left's bulging mailbag, you can do that on the Discord via the mailbag channel, or you can email team at onelifeleft.com. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, broadcasting live on a Monday evening, recorded on a Sunday evening in front of our Discord listeners, and podcast on a Wednesday, thanks to our undercaretaker, Phil. Um, Simon, I think it is time for our first ever in front of a studio audience who can contribute if they like, Simon Barron's Fast Five Games with UGC. Minecraft. Very good. I'm I'm pausing now for the audience. (laughs) They're not going to help you out, Simon. They like watching you suffer. Sackboy. (laughs) Sackboy. And others. Is that that what it's called? There is a Sackboy, but that doesn't... No, um... Oh. Everything has UGC. Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. What else? Mario Maker. Yep, and um, others. I... <laughs> what about any game what? with a mod? Any game with a mod. Skyrim, effectively, has UGC. Yeah, Gary's listen, mod. If you're so good at these, why don't you do them yourself? Because this isn't Steve Curran's Fast Five, but you're turning it into it. I, because you make me... Fr- I'm, now we're live on a stage. Why can't I name anything that's got a... Gary's mod. Forza. Of course, Forza. You can name five Forzas. <laughs> we're running out of time. Time for the reviews. Okay, Simon, what have you been playing this week? And is it Stray? It's not Stray, Steve. I've told you this. I'm not paying the full price for it when I could have <laughs> bought it earlier for cheaper. Um, CD Keys has run out of keys for it. Um, uh, and if I talk a lot about what I've been playing, you will have to cut the Fast Fives, won't you? Yes. Okay, or good. I'll well, do my review in seven seconds. That also <laughs> uh, I finished Jedi Fallen Order um, okay. outside in the garden, uh, which was, you know, thanks to the Steam Deck. Uh, like all games, it's slightly outstayed its welcome. It had far too much backtracking towards the end. However, the final set piece was fantastic. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Well, you can absolutely it was... spoil it. Like, spoil it for the next 30 seconds, starting now. So you uh, you get to uh, the Jedi uh, bit and then uh, you fight the, uh, the the game's big baddie. But then guess what, Steve? Darth Vader, Darth, Darth Vader turns up. Stop uh, it. And, and you fight him um, in a way that... I mean, obviously, because you can't kill Darth Vader, can you? So it's not a typical Five, boss fight. Four, but it is three, full of surprises. Two, really excited. One, Did it stop, first time. Stop. Perfect. Seven out of ten. I then moved on to, and I don't know why I did this, but for some stupid reason, I decided I was going to play all of the Call of Duties, um, <laughs> starting from mo- Modern Warfare. Is this for charity? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's I did it. It's a comic relief thing. I've got apps, and so I 
bought in the Steam Cell. I bought uh, because I was buying presents for my Steam Deck. I bought Call of Duty Modern World Warfare Remastered and thought, okay, I'm going to do this. It's an old game, so it'll run well on the deck and all the rest of it. And yeah, you know, it's a shooting game, isn't it? And I got to a bit. I rescued a tank in a bog. Uh, and I moved on to the next bit, and and for some reason, and I'm a bit worried that it spoiled all games for me, because for some reason I went, oh, it's, it's literally just going to be this forever now, isn't it? <laughs> like you're going to you're, you're going to move forward with some um, gruff um, uh, SAS men or some other army people shouting at you. You'll stop. Someone will go RPG. Uh, and then you have to sort of duck and uh, yeah. And I just thought this is it forever, isn't it? I'm going to mm. stop playing it. Yeah, so that, I, is, that is basically all games. It's all games. Uh, so I, I got annoyed. So I just stopped playing that, and I thought, okay. And then I then moved on to uh, Tokyo Ghostwire, uh, and I started playing it. And I'm like, oh, this is just fighting, isn't it? And so mm. I, I, it also doesn't run very well on the Steam Deck. Uh, and then I, I would love up- just the review section where you just go through every single game. Like, <laughs> it's just blocks, isn't it? FIFA, it's just football, isn't it? Um, and then uh, I decided, I was like, okay, only one game can save me now. It's going to be The Quarry. Uh, okay. So I uh, I booted that up. Um, Kate was like, what are you listening to an Ariana Grande video for? And I'm like, I'm not. Um, it's the intro. I didn't know it was Ariana Grande. Um, anyway, it runs like dog S on the Steam Deck, so I can't play that either. 7 out of 10. I've been playing Stray. Uh, I haven't played an enormous amount of it, but I've played enough of it to get the gist, and some of which I talked about earlier in the show. It is an absolutely beautiful game. Like, it's it's gorgeous uh, to look at. The cat's animations are really satisfying. It's the first game that I've played where a cat really does move like a cat um, and feels... Correct. These people have observed cats, Simon. They know what cats are. They know how they move, and they know how interested they are in each other, and how uninterested they are in me. Um, <laughs> and maybe that's my slight problem with what I've experienced so far, in that it is not a very fluid experience. You can move around the environments, but you commonly have to hit A when you see a trigger point and that trigger will send you jumping up onto a ledge or, you know, moving over here or sliding under something or or whatever. And it can't help but give me slight um, quick time event vibes, which isn't fair, right? Like, it's much, much, much more fluid than that. But for me, the way I'm playing it to kind of scan these environments and look for those points that tell me to interact with something takes away some of the thrill or quite a substantial amount of the thrill of hey i'm in this environment just being a cat i kind of just want to scratch everything or just lie down or just do whatever i want anywhere in the environment not on the points that the game decides are specific triggers for that i also talking of the triggers did find generally the the scratching the mechanic where you hit the left trigger right trigger left trigger right trigger just really not satisfying enough for what should be an incredibly satisfying moment but it is beautifully put together the art direction is fantastic as i've mentioned already i'm quite sure that the game is going to vaguely lead me by the hand from beginning to end apparently it is only uh two hours ish 
uh, long, which is perfect for me, and I wish all games cost that price point and were about that long, because then I would play many, many more games, and so would everybody else as well. Um, and yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with the reservations uh, that I've stated already, I'm really, really glad it exists, uh, and I would recommend it to those people who fancy a gentle narrative adventure 7 out of 10 good stuff um, we're right at the end of the show aren't we I think we are uh, it's been good though I've really enjoyed doing the discord recording thing I'm glad to see the back of zoom yes their loss mm, but my loss too because right now I can't actually see you but we will have an experiment with some other sort of uh, broadcasting forms as well um, all of which will take place on a Sunday night at 7pm Unless you hear otherwise, we may have to move that around to capture our super special guest next week. But we'll keep you informed. Please join our Discord to join us live. Um, if you can't do that, don't worry, because uh, we're still a radio show and we're still a podcast as well. And we always will be. We'll see you next week. Uh, until until then, then, goodbye. goodbye.